Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. I am joined by Kristen Morris today, and we are talking all about just the business ecosystem, signature offers, launching, all of the the nitty gritty that goes with business, but having a strategy is key. So before we dive in today, I would love to welcome in Kristen to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be talking with you today. So before we dive in, tell us more about yourself, who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Brilliant. So my name's Kristen Morris, and I'm a business and marketing strategist. I'm based in Jersey and the Channel Islands. And I'm a mom as well. I have three daughters. I have twins who are 11, and then another daughter who is six. So very busy, but it's important for me as an entrepreneur to be able to build my business around being able to be there for the children and look after the children. So uh, my entrepreneurial journey started back when the uh, children, the twins were born. And we have that kind of inevitable moment of will I go back to work or will I stay at home with the kids and just cost wise it made more sense for me to give up doing what I was doing and so my entrepreneurial journey began. I love it it's amazing how many moms almost become accidental entrepreneurs I don't even know if that's the right term but it's you're really diving in going what is really a priority in my life how can I make this work and that's what I love about moms running their businesses we figure it out and that's exactly what you did so cheers to you like kudos that is incredible and you are proof that it can be done so tell me more about business ecosystems. What does that term mean? Yeah, so that's the term that I use with my clients. It's all about bringing people in um, through your sales so where they're starting to become aware of you and your services and what you do, that top of the sales funnel. And then so you bring them in through the lead generation process where they're getting to know you and getting to like you. But then once they're in and they're ready to purchase from you, you have to have this ecosystem created so that you're going to welcome them in at whatever stage they are in at their journey and have something for them. So you'll have people who are right at the beginning stages of their journey, whether it's business or whether you're a life coach or a health coach, you'll have people who are at the beginning of the stages and they need sort of basic beginner level products. And then you'll have people who are advanced and they're ready to take the the higher step with you. And so to have something that you can share with them and sell to them at every level is the business ecosystem. Oh, so important because you're meeting them where they're at. You're meeting their needs. And let's let's face it, that's the goal of every business is to serve. And by serving, that's where we generate our profit. And so even taking a step back, what is your number one strategy for just generating 
that awareness. Oh, absolutely. So you have your social media pages that you run yourself and then you have other people's groups and social media platforms that you can go in and interact with people kind of meet people in those groups so say if you join a large group where your ideal customer might be hanging out you can actually use the search function to go in and find keywords relating to the problem or the service or the offer that you have find people who are talking about having the problem or asking questions questions relating to what you do and then you can go in and start answering their questions and building those relationships so that's a really great way and then of course you have your ads so there should always be um, you know if you're going to run paid ads there should always be a purpose um, a drive for the ads like to bring them onto your email list because you don't want them just to come onto your social media pages because that's not really going to hold on to them and get the ROI that you need. Oh, I love that because some of the things you said right there are so key, you know, answering the questions, that's going to build your authority. That makes you the expert in their eyes. And also you mentioned relationships and that's all sales are our relationships gone are the days of being sleazy and spammy and this and that you know we all still get those cringeworthy direct messages that are you know hey i have this buy it and it's like i, I don't want to buy it i don't even know you you know and i think yeah. we've all been there Definitely the equivalent of walking up to someone at a cocktail party, thrusting your hand in their face and saying, <laughs> hi, I'm Kristen, buy my thing. And right. it's, it just doesn't work online and it doesn't work in person, doesn't work anywhere. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. And two, you mentioned, you know, have a purpose behind your ads. If you're going to throw money into something that's paid, such as ads, use it to build your email list. Because as we were talking before we hit record, email lists and your list that you own are one of the most underutilized in my opinion i see that all the time with my clients you know they're putting all their eggs in the social media basket do you see that as well definitely because i think um, people look at people with lots of followers and those fantasy metrics the number of followers and they think that's where you need to go to be successful but actually having the email list is so much more important for your business because only about six percent of your social media followers are going to see the content that you're putting out every day but in an email list a well-nurtured engaged email list it can be higher than 50 percent of the people who you're emailing are going to be opening and looking at your content. Uh, I always say it's a bit like going and building your house on someone else's land when you're having only social media as your, your business base. So you might get away with it for a little while. They might not notice that you've put this house up in the back corner of the field, but someday they're going to come and tear it down and then you won't have a house. And it's same thing with your social media page. You can lose that at any time. Um, it's happened to me in the past, you know, where someone's come in, hacked my account, took it away, and there went the whole business and all of my photos and followers and all the things set up two-factor authentication. <laughs> and um, yes, but having an email list is your your foundations, the solid foundations of your business. I love, love that analogy. It's perfect because yes, look at how quickly technology changes and evolves and 
you know, every time we blink, it seems like there's a new platform being established and other ones are starting to go by the wayside. And yeah, having that email list is such an important aspect of business. And, you know, I'm a firm believer in that even if someone isn't opening your emails, they still get that in their inbox. You know, they're still seeing your name. You're still top of mind, even if they're not opening it, because most people aren't going to take the time to unsubscribe. So every time you send them something, they're seeing your name, seeing your name, seeing your name, so that one day when they really need what you're offering, suddenly they start to open your emails. And then you can really start to nurture them as well. And that's where you grow. You know, it's it's planting the seeds and nurturing them and watering them and giving them the right amount of sunlight. And then one day they start growing and it's a beautiful process. You might hit that one magic subject line that gets them to open up and then that's it. Exactly. Exactly. And you never know what that one will be. So beautiful. Let's talk more about signature offers. What, for the the listener that's not familiar, what is a signature offer? Let's start there. Sure. So I like to think about the um, signature offer and the the framework of your entire asset, content asset framework. So everything that you possibly know or could teach or could do, that forms your entire asset framework. Now, a lot of the times people will think that if they're going to create a big signature, like a flagship offer, then they need to take everything from their entire content framework and dump it into the signature offer. But that's not a good way to go because if you include too much, you actually think that you're doing a service to your clients, but it's the opposite. You're going to overwhelm them and you're not really going to give them what they need out of the signature offer. So your signature offer should form um, part of your asset framework, but not the entire thing. And it should be a concise way to make a transformation in the client to get them from point A to point B. And it's going to be really comprehensive. It's going to be really supportive and it's going to meet those needs. But then you'll also have things that are not included, which might be, you know, your beginner's materials that you could structure into another course that, you know, if they're not ready to come in and jump in with your signature offer, you have lots of different micro offers and mid-tier offers that you can offer them before they're ready to come in and join your signature offer. Oh, I love that explanation because it really is about the transformation. I feel like so many times we're just, you know, dumping so much information in front of people that they get confused, they get overwhelmed, and then they won't buy. Or even if they do buy, it's too much information. So then they're not going to implement what they've learned. Yes, um, there's been a lot of people that I've spoken to in the industry have said actually having the too much into the signature offer lowers the completion rate of the program because they're not getting the transformation that they've been promised because they don't know, they kind of get can't see the wood through the trees and get muddled up and just quit and do something else. Right, and especially as moms, we're busy. You know, life is busy. We need sustainable systems results quickly. 
you know, we don't have time to just be consume, 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 consume. We shouldn't be. I think that's what holds a lot of us back. It's just that overconsumption that we get stuck in. What's your take? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, even the way that you structure your signature offer, if you have it more bite-sized where people can kind of dip in and dip out. I remember doing a program. I paid a lot of money for it. It was an amazing program. But every time I got on, it was an hour to 90 minutes of video content to watch in, in one sitting. And it was a bit... <laughs> okay yeah. no I can't do it now because I've got I only have 20 minutes now so I kept like putting it off and putting it off and it took me twice as long to get through the program because I just couldn't fit it in yeah yeah I mean that's the reality of it is really knowing your audience too what their time constraints are and I mean even if you're not a mom life is busy you know, most of us don't have this overabundance of time and luxury of time. We are busy. We are living our lives. We're managing homes. We're, we're doing all of the things, trying to stay healthy. Like life is busy. So that is so important to keep in mind. Now, what are, what is your take on launching? So launching that signature offer, or do you prefer just to keep it evergreen? Um, I do both, actually. So uh, I like to have a signature offer that incorporates live calls and live implementation. So I do have one program that I launch sort of twice a year where we will work together as a group cohort. It's called Create, Launch and Grow. So it's um, a program where people come in and they build their signature offer with me and then we launch it all together as a cohort. So like you're going to finish your launch by the end of the 12 week program. So it's very intensive and it needs that kind of like you all have to be in the same page in the same week. But equally, I will have evergreen programs that I can sell any time as well. And I think they're I think they're both important because you can't rely solely on having a program that requires you to launch, because if you have a bad launch, then your business is going to get in that kind of feast and famine cycle. So it's important that you have things running in evergreen, that you're you're diversifying your revenue streams in your business. You know, you have things that are maybe digital products or, you know, small micro courses that people can buy and consume in a day or a membership site that brings you recurring revenue and your one-to-one -one client work. So yes, I think that both are important is the, is the short answer. Yeah, no, that's really important. And I think as business owners, especially when we're first starting out, it is a lot of feast and famine. And it's when you take the time to be intentional and really start to diversify your income, it's like little pieces of a puzzle coming together. It all fits so that when you're not launching, when you're in the middle of running that cohort, you still have income coming in. You know, yes, you're going to get these big bursts of income when you do launch, but what happens the rest of the time? You know, especially with you, it's twice a year. And for me, like launching is exhausting. It is a, an intense process. It's not just an overnight one day, doors are open, by from me. No, I mean, like there's a whole nurture process leading up to that. And I think sometimes we forget that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, I think everyone has to establish the rhythm, the launch rhythm that's going to work best for them. I mean, what is yours? Do you do it 
three, four times a year, twice a year. Twice, twice, because twice anything year. beyond that, it just, I've tried more and it's just exhausting because it's like, okay, just as one's finishing up, we're, we're like nurturing others to, it's just too much for me. But again, I think it's finding what works for you for the season of life that you're in. You know, my kids are both elementary school. Maybe when they're in high school, that'll change. I don't know. But again, really taking the time to see what works for you, what feels good to you and what's sustainable for you. Absolutely. And, you know, aside from the live launches, you can always do launches that are a bit more low key where maybe you're showing up with pre-recorded videos or like really in-depth posts and you're promoting in your group and that could be a launch as well so it doesn't necessarily need to be intensive but um yeah for me running a running a live program twice a year is about all I really want to do because I want to have that time freedom and flexibility like we go away in the summer because travel and freedom to leave and you know have my business kind of running on autopilot over the summer is important to me um, so it's kind of everything pre-summer and everything post-summer is divided. <laughs> it gets divided down the middle of the year. Um, but that's, you know, that's the beauty of having your own business is to be able to structure your time and your life in the way that makes you happy and you can do what you love. Oh my gosh. I love that because so often we let our businesses run us. We forget that we're the one making the decisions and you have control over that just because everybody else is doing something does not have to mean that you run your business that way this is your business and you're in the driver's seat and so often i feel like we we just we think more hustle is going to lead to bigger rewards but i think the opposite's true because we end up burnt out and overwhelmed and then we sit in a state of analysis paralysis where nothing gets accomplished Absolutely. And, you know, having the kind of hard and fast boundaries for yourself and your business are important. Like for me, I know that like 24th of July, we're off until the 3rd of September. And I don't want to have any live programs running in that period. So or, you know, I'll have one to one clients, but it's not going to be like intensive. I have to work every day. And my launch for September will be already mapped out and the program will already be recorded when I go away so that I know that I can come home and press play and it's all going to be automated. So I think that's the beauty of having systems and like the planning in place that you can kind of structure it that way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And boundaries are key, you know, really identifying, okay, what are my values? What are my boundaries? Because if there's a, a malalignment of those, it doesn't end well. So really sticking to those boundaries, it's hard at first. But once you identify how you want your business to run, what are those hard and fast boundaries that you need to maintain and have people hold you accountable? I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, if you see me working outside of my office hours, you have my permission to close my computer or, you know, call me out. And my kids do the same thing. And I love it because it's, again, half the time you don't even realize you have, don't have that awareness that you're doing it because it's easy to work all the time when we have these devices 
right here that are, you know, instantaneously, you know, dinging and, you know, beckoning for our attention. I don't want my phone to be competing for my attention with my kids competing for my attention. No, when I'm mom, I want to be in mom mode and fully in mom mode. How about yourself? It's yeah, I agree with you. And it is hard because a lot of the times our needs are being met in our businesses yeah. a bit a bit easier than they can be met in our home life because kids are hard work and yeah. you know they're more interested in having their needs met than meeting yours, which is absolutely how they should be. Fair enough. Right. And so the call to work, the call to like do what you love and what you feel passionate about is hard to let go sometimes. And I think that's where kind of having transitions and setting your intentions between the different phases of your day really important. So kind of setting your intentions for how you want to interact with your children or how you would how you would like a certain time that you spend your with your children or with your significant other to play out and knowing how you want to make them feel and how you would like the whole thing to to go ahead of time as opposed to just kind of coasting through and taking it as it comes but to you know I really want to make my children feel valued and like they have my full intention in this part in this part of the day so you go into it with a different mindset as opposed to okay well now we've got to go and go to soft play or yeah oh that's beautiful advice because yeah it's hard to let go it is hard to let go that control and so many times you're absolutely right we do fill our needs through our work and setting those intentions can be such a game changer. Kristen, this was an amazing conversation. I appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to share with our listeners. Where can we learn more about you? Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I've had a great time. And if you want to connect, I'm at Kristen Morris Coaching on Instagram and Facebook. And my website is kristenmorris.co. I love it. All right. Until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 